Before we get to today's episode, I want to ask you guys for a big favor. Go ahead and follow or subscribe and leave a rating or review on this podcast. It goes a long way. It helps people find the show and it lets us know that we're doing something right. Okay, on to today's episode. You're listening to Making It with John Davids. JD here. Hope you're having a great day. And I'm going to make your day a little better right now. I'm going to talk to you about what a lot of people have been asking me about on Twitter, and that is how to build a company without venture capital. I talk about this so much. I talk about how you don't need to raise money from VCs or any kind of outside investors to build your business. And I preach about it. I talk about how I did it. But then people will say, like, well, how do you actually do it? What is some actionable advice that I can take? Give me a step-by-step guide. So today, I'm going to give you the four steps. These are four steps you can take to build a business using debt. Okay, We're going to use debt. People have all kinds of negative intonations when they hear the word debt. Oh no, I shouldn't go into debt. I shouldn't owe people money. Listen, you need to borrow money to make money. You need to get the money from somewhere in order to make it. And if you're not born rich, if you're like me and you started with nothing, with very, very little, you have to figure out a way to do it. So let me talk to you right now about the four-step process to actually build a business using debt. And for starters, let me define what I mean. So debt is when you borrow money from a person or an institution like a bank. And that's very different from selling equity in a company, which means that you're selling an ownership stake in your business. So somebody's actually going to have a spot on the cap table, which is the literally the place that says who owns what shares of the business. You don't want to bring someone onto your cap table. You want to, in this case, borrow the money from somewhere and just owe the money to them. Now, in both cases, whether you borrow money through debt or whether you get money through equity, which is also a form of borrowing, you are getting money in your bank account. But debt works a lot differently and it looks a lot different. And let me tell you when it works because it doesn't work in every scenario. But where it does work is where you have a business that has low startup costs. So you don't have to invest a ton of money in research and development and building. You have relatively low costs to start your business. You have a high margin business. It's a business that has profits, right? And you, you have strong cash flow. So you get those profits in, you get cash into your company, usually pretty quickly. You don't have incredibly long cycles where you're waiting, you know, six months or a year to get cash in. You perform a service and you get cash in within 30, 60, 90 days or even quicker than that. Those are the hallmarks of a business that you can grow with debt, low startup costs, high profit margins and strong cash flow. So what kind of businesses are these? Well, Service businesses, agencies, consultancies, education companies, anything where you generally have people performing the service or the service can be performed without a lot of expensive machinery, expensive custom software. This can all be done off the shelf. And generally speaking, it can be done with great processes and not a lot of expensive tools. Okay, step one in building your business with debt. Get your hands on a few grand to start. You've got to start with some money. You can't start with zero. You've got to have something. And there are ways to get this kind of money, even if you started with nothing. So A, you can just get a job and save up. You can do gig work like Uber or DoorDash. 
You can sell stuff door to door. If you're good sale, as you're good at sales or you want to get good at sales, find a company that sells stuff door to door or through cold calling and just do that, right? It'll actually train you a lot for what you're going to have to do as you build your business. You can get odd jobs in the neighborhood. You can do housework. You can mow lawns. You can shovel snow. You can pull out weeds. There's all kinds of stuff that you can do to get just your hands on some cash. You know, you can even, if you really, really have to, you can run up your credit card or you can use your, your student loan debt. I've actually seen this done. Do not recommend it, although I actually have seen it work. I know a guy who used his student loan debt to buy real estate and it actually worked out. So this does happen, but I'd actually suggest your first few thousand. If you want to sharpen your sales skills, which you'll need to do to own your own business, figure out a job that makes you money fast and get your hands on that first few grand. Now, why do you need a few grand? Because starting something takes time. And in that time, you got to feed yourself, you got to clothe yourself, you got to shelter yourself, you might have some startup costs. So you want to have some money to begin with. Okay, number two, get to work. Okay, now is the time to get your business up and running. And I've talked a lot on my Twitter account and on this podcast. So I'm not going to go into detail here, but you need to make those first few sales, figure out what works. And take time on this. Don't rush step two. Actually get a business that is moving, that is chugging along, and you figured out what is that product market fit? What should my profit margins be? How much money can I make on each sale? What are the unit economics? We've done podcasts on all these things. Go back and learn those things. But number two is just getting to work, figuring out what your business does, and making it work as seamless as possible. This could take months and months and months. This could take a couple of years. But be patient here. This is the work that you're doing. You're grinding it out to get your business going. Okay, that's step two. Step three is what I call raising a friends and family round of debt. Okay, now we've all heard of raising money from friends and family, but a lot of the time we associate that with raising equity from friends and family. So the story normally goes like this I have a crazy idea. It might work, it might not work. I need 20 grand. I go and I raise $1,000 from my aunt, my uncle, my mom, my dad, my sisters, my cousins, the guy I went to high school with, my neighbor, and I get 20 grand together. And maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. That's not this at all. We are not talking about that. We're talking about a friends and family debt round. So at this point in the cycle, you figured out what your product is, what your sales cycle is, what your profits are, what your cadence is, how quickly you turn over product, inventory, employees, all that kind of stuff. You know your labor costs, you know your input costs, you know your cost of goods sold. You've got all that. Now it's time to go and ask for money from your friends and family, but you have a real business with real customers and real profits. Show them that you're making money and that you need to borrow money to grow. If I put a dollar in, I get $3 out, okay? And that you are fully capable of paying them back with interest. So here is the exact formula of the ask that I would use. I would say you're raising X dollars in debt, okay? At a Y interest rate to be paid back over a Z timeframe, okay? For example, I am raising $50,000 in debt at a 10% interest rate, and I will pay it back in three years. And you can even add on other terms, like maybe the payback period is three years, but year one is interest only, and years two and three are principal and interest. You can formulate that yourself. Okay, You can structure this however you want. And now you're going to use that money to continue to grow and expand. 
Okay. This is really, really important. Once you figure out when I put a dollar into sales, when I put a dollar into Google ads, when I put a dollar into Facebook ads, when I put a dollar into a, a sales rep or a telemarketer, I get $3 back over the course of two or three months. At that point, it is very safe. Once you've actually figured that out securely, it's very safe to raise money and invest in it as long as you have enough of a pillow. Because you know, statistically, it's not going to work every time. But if I know it works over the course of hundreds and thousands of phone calls or hundreds of thousands of ads or hundreds of thousands of prospects, it will work out over time. So if you're confident, that's what you can do. Step four. Now you're going to go to the bank and add a line of credit. Now that you've got a growing business, lots of cash because you just raised money. So you got more cash in the bank than you did before. Head to the bank and ask for a revolving line of credit. Now, banks will usually want to see a certain amount of business history, typically one to two years, which is why we put this at the last step. This is step four. So you've got a track record. A certain amount of time has gone by. Maybe it's been a year or two or more. You've got cash in the bank. You've got a predictable sales cycle. You have actual P&L history. You've got a profit and loss statement that you actually know works. You can go to the bank and maybe raise $100,000 in a line of credit. You can raise even more than that mainly. It doesn't actually matter how much money you raise at this point because what you want to do right now is just start developing a relationship with the bank. And you're probably not going to need this money anyhow. After all, you just raised a friends and family round. And now here's what you're going to do. You're going to continue growing your business. You're going to keep that relationship up with your bank, keep them updated. Make sure you make your payments to your friends and family. And at a certain point, as your bank line of credit increases, you can actually pay back all your family and friends because you have leverage with the bank now. You can pay back all your family and friends and you continue to grow. And what happens over three or four or five years? You're going to notice that your debt levels are going down because you're paying back all the money that you borrowed initially. You've got an ever-growing line of credit with the bank or maybe two banks at this point. 100000 turned into 200000 200000 turned into a $500,000 line of credit. Now maybe you've got a term loan. You've got other things going on. You've got cash coming into your company. You can pay it back. And you're actually growing your business. And this works really well, again, with businesses that generate a lot of cash. Because you need to be able to service your debt. And you also need to be able to go through a cash crunch. So it's important to have reserves as well. Don't just rely on the cash flow. Make sure you have money in the bank so you can pay back when times get a little tougher, which they will at some points. I can tell you, I've used this strategy. I've borrowed money from friends and family and banks. In fact, I've even had people come to me say, Hey, can we lend you money? I've had banks do this and I've had individuals do this as well. Why? Because I have a track record. I pay my bills. I pay people back. I pay them interest. It's a relatively safe investment, you know, as safe as these kinds of investments are. And as long as you know what you're doing and you've got a track record, people will trust you. Okay. Now it's important to understand if you do this right, this will be way more advantageous than any venture capital or equity investment that you get. Because what you'll realize once you build your business is you have full ownership over it. You have a lot of flexibility in terms of how much money you can raise and when you can pay it back. You don't need to raise money if you don't want to. If you're growing at a healthy clip and you want to just keep growing organically, that's fine. But you'll have flexibility and freedom here. So if you had a business that could grow purely on debt, 
Why would you ever raise equity? You never should. I never would. I don't know why you would. You'd be crazy. Let me know what you guys think. Get me on Twitter at RealJohnDavids, R-E-A-L-J-O-N-D-A-V-I-D-S. Tune in and subscribe to this podcast. Make sure to leave a rating or review and share it with a friend. Spread the love. I'll talk to you guys next time.